0: This week in wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now,
1: 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group. Retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors LLC, an SEC registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino.
2: Hey, good morning, Chicago. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. Delighted to be with you again. Uh, As you know, I'm the CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness company. And uh, I'm here with Mr. Fortino.
0: Well, hello, I'm Tom Fortino, founder (laughs) and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group here in the Chicagoland area.
2: So we're ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to go and answer your questions. We got a great one to start off today. And if you want to talk with Tom about your retirement planning or, uh, how you're going to have guaranteed income in retirement or what to do about taxes or inheritances or, you know, the question we have today about what to do about paying taxes now or maybe later, give Tom a call, 630-934-1855 or you can go to alphawealthgroup.com. All right. So this was uh, such a great question that came in this week, Tom. Uh, it's from mm-hmm. Bill. And he says, between our pensions and Social Security, we have enough to live on so that we don't have to, and we don't expect to, withdraw from our IRAs, Roths, and taxable accounts in the future. And and let me just say as a little aside, wow, that is awesome.
0: God bless, as they say.
2: Yeah. So Bill says, with that in mind, I have a decision to make. Should I convert more of my IRA money into a Roth, pay the tax today, right? Mm -hmm. Or should I let our beneficiaries worry about the taxes going forward um, after I die, apparently? I know that in a few years, the tax on income, including RMDs, is going up, but I'm wrestling with the decision. Do I convert and pay the tax, or should I let the kids pay the tax? What do you think?
0: Well, you know, it's It's a great question, right? (laughs) It is. And it really, uh, I think it can be applied in many instances, even if in some cases where you don't have the income, the Roth conversion, and boy, this can go in a lot of directions. I can't really speak to whether or not he should have his kids pay for it. That's going to have to be his decision. So we'll stick to the facts of how this works. But I'll just start with the comment that, you know, Roth conversions can be done in any age, in any amount, at any time. In other words it's not income tested either. So anyone can do it at any age. And so, for example, if you have 100,000 in an IRA, you can convert every penny tomorrow, no problem. Now, you're going to pay the tax on it. but So I just want to understand the, the the rules with Roth IRA conversions. So we want to take a look at this. Now, in answer to Bill's question, and the point of, of what he can do is, uh, there's some opportunity, or he made the comment about tax rates. Right now, in 2026, the tax rates are, are set to sunset in other words go back to what they were prior to the 2017 tax cut and jobs act so they could go up but the point is in his case you know since he doesn't need the money you know my answer to him was look you could start considering doing some of the conversions now but keep in mind that that example i gave of the 100,000 you don't need to do it all at once or if it's a, if it's 500,000 whatever the number is i explained to him that look you know he's he's married so he files joint and I said, you know, give, give some thought to this. The, understand what your tax brackets are. And the tax brackets now, for a couple, is up to 83550 This is taxable income, not your gross. You're in a 12% tax bracket. You're in a 22% tax bracket, up to 178000 And you're in a 24% tax bracket, all the way up to three forty. In other words, and again, not to minimize taxes, but my point is relative to historic rates, you can do quite a bit. In other words, you can go up all the way up to 340000 at 24% to reposition money to never pay tax on it the rest of your life. It grows tax-free. There's no required minimum distributions. It doesn't tax your Social Security and goes to your children tax-free. So that's kind of the idea. Maybe do it systematically.
2: You know, that's exactly right, right? You know, when you think about it, one of the things that came up when they first started to talk about Roth conversions was Mm -hmm. the idea that you don't actually have to pay the tax from the amount you 're converting, so you could pay the tax separately, mm-hmm. so if you took one hundred thousand and you converted that from the roth and let 's say you 're in that you know th- up to three hundred and eighty four thousand so it's 24%, it 's twenty four percent it 's not really because doesn 't it float up it 's like marginal yeah that 's the
0: marginal bracket between one hundred and seventy eight and three forty you 're in a twenty four percent so you know it 's a right. blended you pay it ten twelve twenty two and twenty four but The next one goes to 32, so I was just trying to say, hey, if you want to stay in that 22 and 24% range, don't go past 340.
2: Right, so let but what you can do is you can take that whole amount, convert it, and then pay the tax with separate money that's that's mm-hmm. sitting in cash in your account, right, which is earning Correct. you know half a percent or something, mm-hmm. and that that actually makes all of this go even further, as opposed to taking a hundred thousand, and out of that you take the twenty two percent, so really only seventy eight thousand mm-hmm. is going into the roth IRA. That was my point, is that you can make it work even harder for you by paying that tax with separate cash.
0: Correct. So you can pay it, you know, you're going to get it, you will You will receive a 1099 next January or February saying, hey, this is taxable income. You put it on your tax return, you'll pay the tax. As you said, at least you can take it from somewhere else. One quick comment I just want to make before I forget, because we're coming up on a deadline here, April 15th. In addition to Roth conversions, we should sit, make a comment about Roth contributions. You can do this in addition to, which means if you're over age 50, you can do 7,000 per person, prior to April 15th for 2021. And so yeah. there's an opportunity to do that. Once April 15th comes and goes, you've lost that opportunity. So I just want to throw that out there. There's a deadline here I'm doing 2021 contributions in addition to 2022.
2: Yeah, no, and I think that's a great point. I think people sometimes think, "Oh, the end of the year came and went. I I blew that. Now I'll wait until the next end of the year." But really, the the end of the tax year for you uh, to do this is is tax day. Yeah. So uh, we want you to be sure to to do that. It's interesting when people think about paying taxes because I think there's a mental hump you have to get over. Um, if you're mm-hmm. if you're paying the tax, right? It's like, oh, I'm not going to leave my kids as much money but you're leaving them a, a tax-free future when mm-hmm. you do this. And I think, mm-hmm. there, don't you think there's like a mental hump there for some people?
0: You know, I would agree, least The mental hump is, it's just so tough to pay a bill right now or pay the taxes today. It's just tough. I mean, who wants to cut a ch- I That's why I sometimes call this forward tax planning. You know, it can benefit you during your lifetime as well as your children, right? And so by doing these things, Paying the tax today, it's the, I think that was that old commercial, you pay me now, pay me later for a car, I think it was mufflers, uh, one of the muffler companies. But, you know, take care of it now or later. But, you know, what if tax rates go up in the future? Now you're protecting yourself from that. Not only that, I mean, this is an extreme example. And then I, I, one thing I would say is I'll offer this information too, at least. I have six strategies for tax free uh, retirement planning. But, you know, if you have all your money in Roth, and you, you know, you're receiving Social Security. You know, you would pay no taxes on your Social Security, and you would pay no tax ever right now on the law. So it can be pretty powerful when we do these things.
2: Well, I want to talk a little bit more about this because, you know, one thing that that we didn't talk about is that Bill doesn't have to take the money, but he's going to be required to take the minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. And and I think we should talk about that side of it as well. If you want to talk with Tom, 630-934-1855. You can ask us a question at alphawealthgroup.com. I'm Elise Glinkstein, two and we'll be back in a moment with more on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. I'm Elise Glink, here with Tom Fortino. Uh, If you want to ask us a question, or you want to ask Tom a specific question about your specific money, 630-934-1855, or you can go to alphawealthgroup.com. I wish you guys could listen to our sort of off, you know, commercial, (laughs) off-the-air kind of conversations. We were just talking about you know bill's question about you know retiring and and he doesn't think he's ever going to need his money thanks to his pensions and social security and so he was trying to figure out whether he should convert more of his ira money into a roth and pay the tax or let his beneficiaries do it after he dies and one thing that that we didn't talk about yet tom is the idea that you know whether he needs it or not he's going to have to take minimum mm-hmm. distributions the required right. minimum distributions and that could be converted. And of course, you know, just for all you listening at home, that led into a conversation about, you know, people in their 80s who are now getting full time jobs or working part time, and they also get income. And that, of course, means that they can make that contribution mm-hmm. to their Roths uh, right. bef- before, you know, the tax day in April. But talk about that for a minute, Tom, because I think people are like, oh, I only earned $10,000. Why bother? But you know, really, Roth IRAs are such a gift, right?
0: They certainly are. If you've got money, I always say, look, you could put it in another account, but you're going to pay tax on any growth on it. You're going to when you could you could put it into an account that's tax free forever. Why wouldn't you do that? And you know, we we're just talking. about I said I was. We were talking, as you said, you know, during the break, you know, I had seven, someone here was 77 years old, was had been retired like 10 years, but. Made some money. He was working part-time for his uh, daughter. And I said, you can make a Roth contribution. He was unaware of that. And so I said, even your, your you can make it for part of your wife. You can do 7000 for you, 3000 for your wife, or vice versa. Because a non-working spouse can make contributions, too. So just one person has that income. So if we understand these rules, wow, it can be powerful. That's on top of the Roth conversions and on top of, for those that are working, Roth 401K. So these are just ways to get yourself in a position down the road where you're pulling money out of your accounts and you you don't have your partner uncle sam in that equation it's you know you want 30,000 out of an ira you pull out 30,000 not not 40 to net 30 right
2: so right so, it is a gift so let me ask a, another question about this cuz i think people do get confused when you have a roth ira versus an inherited ira so now you're going to inherit the money you have to get it all out of the account So that you're paying the taxes on it, typically within five years. There's, I think, a couple of maybe reasons why that wouldn't happen. But mostly, isn't that right that when you get an inherited IRA, so with Bill's case, you know, his kids are going to inherit, you know, what's left in his IRA. It'll go roll over into an inherited IRA, Mm -hmm. and then they have to spend it all. But what happens with an inherited Roth
0: You know, the the, the rules are the same, not a a non-spouse beneficiary, which means children or friends or sisters and brothers, whatever, but a non-spouse beneficiary that inherits either a Roth or a traditional IRA does have to exhaust that account within 10 years, as you were saying. So, but the difference is every penny is tax-free, you know what I mean? So you can pull out money. And what's, the other point is many times children, when they receive assets, they may be in their peak earning years. So now they're pulling it out at the highest possible tax bracket on traditional. The Roth, every penny, again, is tax-free. It will never go on your 1040. So this is why this can be so powerful in your planning. I think tax planning is one of the most areas that was is is not used as much in our planning. It's so critical to keep what's yours, to keep what you've worked for. I said as I said before Lee, if anyone wants this report, the six strategies to tax free income, I'll also include the tax tables. This is something that can be helpful is to incorporate into your overall retirement plan.
2: So, I haven't, I, and I misspoke earlier. I said five years, but you're right, it's ten years. Um, so, here's something that I was thinking about. So, now you've got an inherited Roth IRA versus an inherited IRA versus, so now you've got the inherited Roth. You have to pull out that money over ten years, mm-hmm. but you've got kids, right? So, you're in your peak years. Kids are, people are having kids later. Mm-hmm. So, You're now, let's say you start having kids in your mid-30s, very common, even 40s. So now you're 60 when the kids are going to college, right? So Mm -hmm. you get this inherited Roth IRA, you flip it into a 529 where you can make five years of contributions in one, so mm-hmm. 75,000 per kid,
0: <laughs> right?
2: Wow, you're, you're being very creative today, I love it. I want you to hire me wow. when I am 70, <laughs> and that's where I'm gonna get my money so that I can make I'm my Roth contributions when I'm in my 70s. No, but it, it, no, what do you great. think about that thinking, it. right?
0: I love it. Yeah, I mean, because the 529, as you know, then that goes tax-free, and it's tax-free for qualified higher education. I really like that. Wow. I mean, that's the first time I heard. Did you just come up with that? I
2: did. Right here at the top of my head. And it's going to be your seventh strategy.
0: I love that.
2: I'm going to to go work for Alpha Wealth Group when I'm done with best money moves. That's great. (laughs) But but this is the kind of stuff that when you start actually thinking about it, and I have to say, I have to give you a lot of credit, Tom, because over the nine or ten months that we've been doing this show together you've gotten me to start to think about this stuff and i'm like everybody else right i I happen to have written more books than most people about your personal finances which is how i know this stuff but i'm like everybody else you know there's a reticence to the idea that you're getting close to retirement that you've got to start thinking about these things and how is this going to play out I, mm-hmm. You know, I I'm, I think I've told you the story before over the last 10 months that, you know, the last time I had to buy life insurance, which is a while ago, it took me six weeks to sort of come around to having to fill out the forms about, you know, that my fact that my father died when he was 49 of a massive mm-hmm. heart attack. That's such a big thing mm-hmm. in life insurance, right? So I think for everybody, even people who are smart about money, it, you know, this kind of stuff, it takes a while to settle in and sink in and you start thinking about this stuff. You can make some really serious, positive contributions to your financial life just just by the yeah. exposure
0: to it. It's just like anything, you know. It's the rules of the game. If you don't know the rules, it's going to be tough to win the game. You know, and that's why I try to boil it down and keep it simple. We've had this conversation to those five pieces. You know, your income plan, your tax plan, your investment plan, your asset protection plan, and your estate and legacy plan. That's why I try it again to simplify it. Okay, those are the five building blocks. Have you addressed those? And then. That hopefully covers everything where, yeah, I, I can check the box. Life insurance is part of asset protection, right? You're an asset. You're yeah. protecting yourself. And so these are things the way this is how I approach it and, and to try to say, you know, this is the way. Because there's so many moving parts here. And it is. It's tough. We're busy with life. We're busy with family. It, it's tough. It's tough right?
2: Yeah, it it is. And that's why you need a professional, Mm -hmm. somebody like you to just kind of hold your hand and walk you through it and stay in touch, you know, with all of the things. And I want to say that I think this is going to get even more important to have somebody like you, Tom. We are entering a very unusual time in the market. Mm -hmm. And every week for the past few weeks, ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, we've talked about how volatile the market is. Mm -hmm. And and it has gone down now. We we are in bear territory. We've touched bear territory. You know, we definitely are well into correction territory. And, it, you know, this is these are uncertain times with oil prices skyrocketing. We talked about, you know, what those contracts look like for May, and then it came back again. And the Fed is raising interest rates, and there's going to be more interest rates to come. People are starting to talk about recession. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is... Uh, terrifying. But to have high inflation, um, low unemployment, you know, people talking about recession. I think having somebody who's unemotional and objective, right, that is the personal finance, you know, whether it's a certified financial planner or a registered investment advisor like you are, somebody to have their steady hand on the till to keep you from making a knee-jerk emotional reaction to your money, I think is more critical than ever, and I think the next two to three years, it is a greater likelihood that people will make a very bad decision with their money mm-hmm. that's going to have lifelong consequences, and you need somebody like you to stop them from doing that.
0: You know, it's tough, and you never want to diminish the you know the emotional part. It's tough. It's your money. It's You've worked all your life. You've done all these things. Part of our objective is to try to just as much as possible stick with the the rules the facts how things work and provide some perspective so people can make informed decisions on you know whether today we're talking mostly about taxes but you can start making informed decisions based on the rules not always on opinions or emotions and so it's important i agree
2: yeah no it, it is um incredibly important you probably want to talk to Tom as well to maximize all of these different ideas that are floating around so that you can actually make the most of your money as you're thinking about your estate planning and, and how that's going to happen. So, um, Give Tom a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. That's the place to go to leave us a question, and we love getting your questions. We love answering them. Tom answers all of you personally, and then we discuss them on the air. So give him a call, 630-934-1855. Go to alphawealthgroup.com. If you're trying to find me, few people are. Here or there, bestmoneymoves.com. We're out of time, Tom. Yeah,
0: it seems to work that way. We never get to the, the, everything we want to get to.
2: No, <laughs> we don't. Uh, but we hope everybody will week. come back next week, right? Yes. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you have a great Sunday. Enjoy the beautiful weather. I'm Elise Glink, and we'll be back next week on 720 WGN.